Go follow your passions. Go, whatever that thing is, whatever you want to create or do in life, hopefully it's what you're doing already, but a lot of people it's not. Just go try out different stuff. See those things that click with you. Go make some art. Go make something, whether it's writing, whether it's taking some cool photos, videos of your family, of yourself. But yeah, follow your passion. Get obsessed with something and see where that takes you because it's, it's a beautiful world and it's a great place to be and it's our playground to explore and so explore that playground and do what you love my guest needs no introduction because you've probably already met him if you live in omaha at least and lincoln and most of nebraska caleb duncan great to have you on been looking forward to it Thanks for having me on. Yeah. I've seen you from starting this thing out and come be, having it be an idea to now interviewing some of the coolest people in Omaha. Yes. It's a pleasure to be well, a part of it. And Caleb's a great photographer, artist, burgeoning, creative director, marketing person, friend. What am I leaving out? Citizen? Citizen. Yeah. Omaha. Patron, patron of Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an original thinker. You're a creative guy. The original thought that was just a good hook to use industry lingo for a pod was Omaha's most Instagrammable spots. And I think you were maybe a little concerned, like you didn't want people thinking you were an influencer, though you are. You're the influencer. (laughs) But what I was thinking is we could talk about someone coming to you as a professional photographer who maybe wants to up their Instagram game. And also maybe some creative things to not just do what everybody's doing. What's Omaha's Instagram? What are the cliche spots? For sure. So Gene Lee, he's beautiful. That just opened up pretty recently. So I love going out there for headshots, taking couples out there during their wedding day. Great vibes all around. There's places for kids to play. You can bring the whole family out there and have a great time. Is that the most popular spot? That's pretty dang popular. I'm trying to think of the most popular. You got Chalco Hills. That's, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, come September through early November, that place is always booked. You go out there, you'll find four to 10 different photographers, wow. like especially during sunset. So that's a great spot. Love using that for family pictures, couple photos, stuff like that. Lake Zarinsky, beautiful spot. Yeah. Beautiful spot. Love the trees there, especially like fall time, skipping around, stuff like that there. Riverfront, that's a new one that opened up and getting some good photographs out there. One of my new favorite spots to bring people to. You got Neil Woods. Yeah. That's another epic spot. And then if you go a little bit outside of town, Hitchcock Nature Center. So that's got some sweet rolling hills. Farnham Hotel. That's right across the street from Gene Lay. He loves using that. Yeah. 14th and Capital Place. The most Instagrammable spots. Oh, I'm leaving out Luli Creative House. That's <laughs> yeah. Ariel. She's an amazing photographer in Omaha. Check her out if you haven't yet. She opened up a space. They just had their year anniversary. One of the cool spots in town, hosting events there, networking stuff, yoga, happy hours, charcuterie board stuff. And then just like being a community center, but also being literally one of the most beautiful places in town to take pictures. And I know it's going to be booked up here, especially as colder and yeah. everybody knows about it, which is amazing for her. Yeah. So I would say those are my favorite spots. That's central downtown. A lot of times I'll find unique buildings, different places that are outside what most people would think of as Instagram spots, but if a building's got sweet windows that you can see the sky off of, or like some sweet trees, a sunset and right at the right moment, 
those are the spots I like to go to because a lot of people haven't taken pictures there yet. Yeah. And then when you have an initial meeting with a prospective client, they're telling you what they want and you have a number of locations in mind or are they usually we've got to do Gene Leahy and this and then you might throw in other ideas or how do you work out where the shoot locations are going to be? Yeah, so you want to talk to the client and see what kind of vibes you're going for. And that's the way I'll phrase it. What kind of vibes? Do you want more of an urban, some tall buildings? Do you want more of a sophisticated, some blacks and silvers in the background? Do you want more of a colorful space? Do you want to go outside near some trees, skip around in a park? But yeah, so it's just feeling out the vibes of the clients and what they're looking for, where they're going to be posting the pictures, things like that. Are you, when you are at a popular location, are you seeing more photographers in a paid shoot or more people doing selfies and Instagram, TikTok things at these? I don't know if I ever see influencers in Omaha yeah. that are doing like taking selfies, taking videos and stuff like that. Mostly it's other photographers. I don't come across a ton of other photographers, but like you go out to a popular location, you're going to come across a few. And everybody's pretty dang nice here in Omaha in general. So the photographer community, not to get each other shots and I was going to say, as you're going pop- by. popular like wedding days, are you lining up with other photographers like we get it at this time? And, or you just go out and see who, what's free happening? Free for all, baby. Yeah. Yep. It's a free for all. No fighting, I hope. No fighting for no. the most part. Sometimes you got to take out the brass knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Threats. I mean, threats. <laughs> threats of violence work too. Yep. You got to do what you got to do. No, but most people, every photographer that I've come across, to be in different areas like you don't want to get in each other's pictures yeah. you're nice you're cordial you're both you've got sweet gigs taking pictures of people on one of the best days of their life usually the vibes are pretty high so yeah it's never been an issue and has anyone ever asked for an instagrammable or a social media consultation maybe even for a parent for a kid or something or not once yeah seem ridiculous but also i could see someone doing it you <laughs> like go to a terrible idea yeah i bet if you go to austin or la or someplace like that you're yeah. gonna find that all over the place true i'll get picked like a lot of people they want to step up their social media game so they want some sweet pictures while we're on the shoot and stuff what is their main objective with it is it well, their tinder hinge profile they want to look awesome in front of you know who they're attracted to have other people attracted to them yeah okay let's lean into that a little bit but yeah, I would say I don't come across that often. But as a part of working with brands and things like that, that's always something that you want to keep top of mind is, okay, we're going to get some awesome pictures and videos. I'll show you throughout the way. These are how these are turning out. Let's vibe and collab and come with some sweet stuff for each other. But also, that's one half of it. You also want to know who, where are these being posted? What's your strategy with posting? Because it's easy to get awesome pictures of yourself. There's a ton of awesome photographers in town that can do that. How are you going to elevate your brand after that? Yeah. Where are you going to post them? What's your strategy going forward? So I like to recommend, hey, here's some awesome people that do that. They can focus on that because running your own business, I've realized this myself, you're wearing so many hats. Yeah. And sometimes that can be sitting on the back burners. Like, how do you market yourself? When really that's one of the most important things you can do is getting in front because that's how you generate revenue. That's how you get more clients. So it should be top of mind for people. And then what do you enjoy most about your endeavors as a, a personal connection and producing, like you said, some of the most important images on the most important day of their life? Or are you enjoying this brand, you know, marketing strategy and consultation and that type of thing? Or what most excites you about the job these days? That's a dang good question. So much of it, like working with somebody 
and seeing their eyes light up when they see a beautiful pictures of themselves, that gets me going because a lot of people don't have awesome pictures of themselves. And so when they can see themselves in a new light and be able to see their authentic smile, their laugh, their smile mid laughter that their friends see, that their family sees and they, uh, it's, it's a unique thing. Oftentimes we don't see ourselves that way. So if you can get somebody that can help coach that out of you nonchalantly, but be funny and have fun with it, seeing somebody see their smile in an awesome way and be like, Oh my God, I love this picture. That's what gets me going. Yeah. And then that's couples on a wedding day. You're there throughout the entire day. You get a VIP experience the whole day. So that's awesome to see one-on-one -on -one working with people, working with families and the, seeing the parents get lit up when they see their kids having fun, running around, flying up in the air. We'll do some fun stuff. That's really cool. Seeing the kids light up. They're like, Oh my God, that's me. That's really sweet. And then also more as I'm leaning more into the commercial and branding side of things and working with bigger companies, it's being able to see a vision come to life. So like collaborating on what is this video going to be used for? What are these photos going to be used for? How can we tell your story in photographs yeah. you know, in a video? What are the different elements that we want to pull in? That's really cool to see. And then, cause it starts off as a thought and it's just like somewhere existing in the ether. And then together we're bringing that into boom, something physical that's posted on Instagram. That's a website banner video that's exceptional and shows off their brand in a sweet way. And they're thrilled about it. And you're like, man, this is cool. Yeah. This is really cool. That's great. And so were you as a kid, very into the photography, always taking pictures or how did the love of that art form develop in you? So I was a friend in my friend group that wanted to make movies, yeah. wanted to take pictures at the different events, different hangouts and stuff like that. So I'd like to take pictures of those different stuff. That was right around when smartphones had cameras and I remember that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. You heard about that. And so I love like capture the moment cause I was like, man, these moments are so fleeting and we're going to be on to the next thing here tomorrow, two days from now, we're not going to remember this. We should get a photo of this to remember it or take a quick little video, a little pan. So that's how the love started and just drawing to this. I didn't get into photography professionally or even consider it until my sophomore year of college. Um, I met with an awesome photographer who was an adjunct professor at UNL. His name is Wynn Wiley and I met with him. He's, Hey, I'm teaching a class at UNL. I think you should be a part of it. And I was pretty much trying to figure out like what I want to do with life. Cause I was undecided in a major. I wanted to be creative. And then he's come take my photo and video class. I did. I fell in love with it. The first time that we went out on a collective photo shoot, it was at Pioneers Park in Lincoln. And we're taking cool pictures of each other, playing around with bokeh, different focal lengths and things like that. Just having fun with it. I was like, oh my Lanta, this is cool. <laughs> like we all look really good on these really nice cameras. Can I do something with this? Yeah. Wynn was making a ton of money and doing awesome, a bunch of cool stuff back in the day. And I was like, okay, what if I could do this someday? That would be incredible. What if I can make this my living someday? That seems way outside the box of things, but let's gradually or quickly move in that direction. Yeah. So I started taking pictures of friends, headshots, family pictures, posted on Craigslist, different groups that I was a part of. I would be the photo or video guy and then started making money and you make 300 bucks for an hour of portraits in college, 300 bucks is a good amount. You're like, yeah. oh, that was an hour. I'll go back and hanging out, editing pictures. It doesn't feel like work a whole lot. Yeah. And so I started a good little side business there in college. I was like, this is sweet. I'm going to keep on doing this. And were you doing even 
sit down portraits and formal things even then in college pretty much or yep yeah sit down yeah sometimes we would sit yeah sometimes we would sit formal portrait i guess is what i'm thinking of i've always strayed away from the more like stereotypical headshot plain background boring stale stuff so yeah. that's what i think of when i think of that it's more so let's do some fun creative stuff be artistic with the composition and the framing of the pictures so yeah that was doing a bit of that why did you decide to come to omaha then as opposed to maybe you're from lincoln originally why here yeah so i got a job at what was yahoo or what was oath at the time which oh, was yeah. yahoo and aol that was right. bought and then they became oath and then when i was there for a year and a half they became verizon media so they've had a lot of different name changes basically i got a big boy job and yeah. i was like all right time to move to Omaha. it's a bigger city i'd grown up in lincoln i wanted a bigger town feel so yeah i came out here and worked there for a year and a half I was like, corporate world is not for me. Yeah. I want to get out of this bad boy as quick as I can. And so I was building up my photography and videography business at the time. Started shooting more weddings, doing more higher paying stuff. And pretty much when I matched my income, I was like, see you later. Yeah. And that process for a lot of creatives is a difficult process to do. Because you're leaping into the unknown. You don't know when your next paycheck is going to come a lot of the time. Yeah. I happened to quit November 8th, 2019 was my last day at Verizon. I ended up quitting that in 2019 and then COVID happened four months later. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. dude. It was crazy. <laughs> it kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. And the whole world collapsed there for a little bit. And so, yeah, all my bookings for three, four months were just Gandhi and yeah. So but that was scary. It was scary. It was scary. But you Survived persevered. It. Persevered, yeah. baby. You got Zoom. What, what were the stopgap things? I can't even remember. It was like for a photographer, that was especially tough. There was the front door portrait sessions yeah, that right. were going on. Yeah. And then some photographers took it upon themselves to ridicule those people that were doing that. Like, how dare you? Really? How dare you get, get within 15 feet of these people while a pandemic's going on? So that was rather funny and annoying to see on social media. So yeah, that was going on. Some photographers still went on and did stuff. I called a hiatus there for a little bit and then it wasn't terrible. But yeah, drained the old savings account pretty quickly. Is there anything when you see friends or family, the average smartphone user, that you feel like people aren't taking advantage of the capabilities that just their phone has? Or are you impressed with the overall quality of people's selfie game and... Was there a tip you could give to the average person or anything that drive you crazy? Like, why don't people oh, do this? One big thing comes to mind. <laughs> Wipe off the camera lens before you take pictures. <laughs> yeah, right. And you see those light flares that cover three quarters of the photo. Yeah. And you're like, man, if that person just knew, take your shirt, wipe off that lens real quick. <laughs> It'll make a world of difference. Um, so that's a big thing. Understanding how photography works, rule of thirds, that's a big thing. I guess using more, like editing your photos too. Yeah. So like straight out of iPhone looks decent. If you go through, add a little saturation, contrast, warm it up, cool it down, whatever kind of the vibe you're going for, take a 30 minute YouTube class on that. Yeah. And your photos for the rest of your life will look so much better. And you can do that all within the iPhone app. And there's Lightroom and Lightroom Mobile. That's what all photographers pretty much use for like batches of pictures, for editing their pictures. Photoshop for more of your unique stuff, one-offs. But yeah, people knew how to do that. 
That's what I would suggest. The world like, would be a better place. The world would be a better place. Yep. War would end. Yep. Aliens would come down and <laughs> save us from all this. Caleb Duncan, thanks for sharing. Tony, I just want to say thank you for having me on the podcast. You. Uh, you've had some incredible people on here, and it's a, a privilege and an honor to, well, one to be more a part today. of it and, and be a great friend of yours. Yes, and, thank and you. And see this trajectory that I see the potential of what this has and what you've already done in, in a couple months. I'm like, dude, you're rock and roll. So. Appreciate it.